Hi, I'm Dr. Rahman, and welcome to Black Women's Health. This episode is called Tribute to Joe. If you don't already know, this podcast is about celebrating Black women. I call us badass Black women. Women who are making contributions, women in the workforce, whether it's government or healthcare, women who are trailblazers, leaving us in awe of what they do and what they've been able to accomplish. We are often unseen, unrecognized, but we're everywhere doing everything, leaving our mark. I celebrate these women. I celebrate us. I call the podcast Black Women's Health because of my background in healthcare, recognizing that the constant bombardment of negative news and dismal health statistics, such as Black maternal mortality, incidents of fibroids, triple negative breast cancer. And while these disparities in healthcare are real, the toll of the constant bombardment of negativity has to have an effect on the psyche of Black women. So I wanted to do something different. I wanted uplifting and inspiring news. I wanted to shine a light on us and say, yes. Yes, we see you, Black woman. We appreciate you. We recognize the struggle. You make us proud. You make us puff out your chest proud. Embracing our beauty proud. Defying the odds kind of proud. That's what I'm striving for. And when I say health, it's not just limited to physical health, but it includes mental, emotional, and yes, financial and social well-being, all of it, body, mind, and spirit, that kind of health. And so if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard me speak with a variety of Black women, creators of organizations and companies from social health, to sex toys. And along the way, I've come to appreciate that everyone has a story. We all have a story. Unfortunately, most of us underestimate the value of sharing a story. I've heard from women who've battled genetic disorders, who fought long COVID, who have survived unexpected and disruptive medical illnesses. And I have been moved to silence and tears when I think about her describing her pain. And she would say, every morning I would ask myself, is this the day I die? And yet, she survived, they survive, we survive, and we're working our way back to health. Survivors 
uplifting, uplifting. Their triumphs are our triumphs. And their stories are actually our stories. But then their stories like the story of Joe, which at first blush might not seem triumphant. At birth, her parents were told that she had a weak heart. She was one of seven brothers and sisters. She never married. She never had children. She didn't go to college and she never learned to drive a car very well. And so you might say there's nothing special here. There's nothing remarkable here. And that's where I would say you are wrong. Joe was born and raised in North Philadelphia. She graduated from Simon Gretz High School. She worked hard to make a living and she lived. She lived. Now, don't get me wrong. Joe was not perfect. She could be ornery. She could be difficult and she could curse you out. She would start off by saying something like, Father, forgive me, and then she would let loose. Now, I was never cursed out, but I'm sure Joe talked about me plenty of times. Sometimes she would just have to shake your head when you heard the stories. He would say, she did what? Why would she? Why would she do that? So Joe was imperfect. But there are some things that Joe got right. She loved having a good time. She loved reggae. She was the one that would dance on the table. And in the latter days, she was the one that would put her cane down and dance in the middle of the circle. She loved to travel. She loved going to the islands. And back in the day, she wasn't afraid to flaunt her bikini. She went from saying, I was a brick house and then I became a warehouse. She loved to cook. In fact, she would travel on a bus across state lines with her pots and pans in order to make sure she would have everything she needed when she got there. She would buy her liquor starting months in advance so that there would be enough top shelf variety. She would stay up to the wee hours to make sure that there was enough food that the macaroni and cheese had enough cheese, that she had enough sweet potato pies for all the different people she promised a pie to, enough fried fish, enough vegan and vegetarian options because she cared. This was her way. Along the way, she showed people she cared 
And then she would laugh and talk and gossip and fuss and complain and dance and drink in the celebration of life. And she had faith. Faith that grew with every challenge she experienced. Now, she never had wealth, she never had status, and she never really used social media. But for those she met, she was unforgettable. She was a character. She was the one with few inhibitions. She would say it, she would do it. And she took pride in her independence, doing it her way with every challenge. She was the most remarkable, unremarkable person. She did it her way. She owned her life. She lived it. When the oncologist initially told her that her late stage aggressive cancer and comorbidities, comorbidities, that with all of this, she could only expect to live weeks to months. She lived an additional two years. The oncologist told her that the chemotherapy would be harsh. She took the chemotherapy and surprised everyone with how good she looked. And when the oncologist said she had exhausted all of the standard treatments, but given Joe's resilience, she was willing to try a somewhat unorthodox treatment. But that one was painful. And that's when Joe said, enough. She thanked the oncologist for the care provided. Her oncologist cried. The oncologist cried because she too had got to experience the life force that was Joe. And today, the world is a little less bright, a little less funny, a little less remarkable without her. True to character, Joe planned the repast for after her funeral. She requested that she be dressed in garb from the homeland so that she would go out like the African queen that she was. So this is a reminder, death is a beautiful reminder of how special life is. Not because of achievements, not because of status, not because of wealth. Life is special because it offers each one of us the opportunity to live, to live life as we see it, to live life to the fullest. And that's what Joe got right. This is a tribute to Joe. It's not a sad story. It's a story of triumph. 
it's about yet another bad-ass black woman. It's a testament to the power to impact people in a positive way by being true to yourself and being willing to let your light shine. Prior to her passing, Joe had agreed to be on the podcast. Unfortunately, there were too many bad days. This podcast is published with the permission of her immediate family. Rest in peace.